Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 72. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. Uh, after an exciting week um, at the the 150th Open Championship at Historic St. Andrews, um, a really exciting week. It was it was fun from uh, from beginning to end. Um, we got to see you know Tiger's kind of last hurrah. We got to see Rory in the mix. We saw a new first time major winner, um, a graduate of the Matter of Time Club, Cam uh, Cam Smith. Perhaps the valedictorian um, of the Matter of Time Club. Yes, yes. First I in mean, line. Yes, exactly. Um, but yes, it's been. It was a it was a great four days. The I feel like the golf course um, was there for the taking. They it was fast and firm, um, but uh, they got they got a little bit of rain on what was it Friday morning? Friday morning, yeah. And the scores all time, all time record low. Uh, and, I mean, that was the only to speak of. That was the only weather that was <clears throat> out there. A little bit of weather, a little bit of wind on Thursday afternoon. Right. The morning guys came out, but those guys got the benefit of the uh, the rain over Friday night or over Thursday night to Friday, and they were out first on uh, Friday morning, and so they all shot incredibly low. So kind of worked out, but yeah, the weather for an open championship that, you know, is kind of unaffected by the weather, although last year was as well. Yeah. Or not quite as affected by the weather as we would like. That was about an ex- as exciting of a tournament um, as, as it, as it could be. I mean, it was yeah. super fun to watch. If there's one thing I take like right off the bat from that is set the, you know, the reachable par four needs to be a bit more of a play in, yeah. in golf because it's so much fun and it, you know, there's so much can go wrong at times too. And it's mm-hmm. not like that course was playing. There was always bogeys and birdies to be had on that course at all times. Right. You know, there was guys going out shooting low in each wave of the first two days um, guys shooting really low in the morning waves and then there's also, you know, disaster. Uh, I mean, Sam Burns bogeyed basically every hole on the back nine or double bogeyed if he didn't bogey him on Saturday. So it's, there was still the, you know, it still links golf, but it was very exciting. I, I, I found it to be one of the, the, I thought it was the best tournament I've watched all, all season long. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a completely different sport the way they go out there and, and not just, you know, the open in general, but specifically St. Andrews, because yardage wise, you look at the course and it's not going to, it's not going to scare you, but there's just certain spots on, on that course that you cannot be. And if you're in that spot, you're going to put up a big number. You're done. I mean, uh, the, the bunkers, if you land in there a certain way, it's, it's an automatic stroke. Um, it, there's certain spaces and, and spots that you can't miss. Like I was just saying, uh, and the way that you get out of those spots and the way you manage yourself around the course is really going to determine uh, your overall results and how you, it's mitigating damage, uh, taking, you know, taking par uh, or even bogey out there. 
um, and not getting, you know, a double or a triple because uh, they are out there. Yeah. Uh, just incredibly exciting, man. From you had everything from Lowry going back to back Eagles, which is crazy, mm-hmm. uh, but drivable par fours are going to leave that opportunity for you for sure. Yeah. To, you know, DJ Saturday in the, in the hunt of things, he's, he's on, uh, what is that? 15, 14, the par five. He's on that in two putts into the boat, putts into the bunker (laughs) and he bogeys it. Like, you know, every amateur Mm -hmm. can totally empathize with that, that number right there. Um, and so it was again, incredibly entertaining, incredibly entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, I want to get a little bit of Tiger right now just because he didn't make it to the weekend. Uh, just how his round started. I've never seen I've never seen Tiger come out and just not have it from the very beginning. Um, he drives his ball right down the middle of the fairway, ends up in a divot, plays out of the divot, and it goes into the water and, uh, you know, saves bogey there. But it's just like, okay, you know, that's, that's a bad break. But I've never seen him uh, putt that poorly. All right, we're back. Um, lost you for a second there, but what I was talking about was, um, you know, Tiger's performance, obviously he missed the cut. He had a really rough Thursday. I've never, I've never seen him, uh, not have it at all in a round. Um, especially in a major, you know, he's had bad rounds, uh, while he's been rehabbing or first coming back. And, uh, it just looked like, you know, this, he's just, he he just didn't look like he's ever going to be, uh, capable of, of winning another tournament, much less a major at this point. Um, like I said, he drove the drove. His, his first drive looked great. He's in a divot. Uh, he hits out of the divot into the water, which that whole hitting out of a divot out of the fairway is absolute nonsense, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and you kind of thought he just started off the round a little unlucky, kind of thought eventually he's going to bring it together and have a, have a solid round. Um, but he just never had it. And just seeing his response afterwards, how defeated he's looked. You could tell in his eyes, never seen him like that. Never seen it. Well, I think, I think it made it all a little tougher because we've been on here and we're not the only guy. Everyone thought this was the tournament that, you know, he had circled and would be the tournament that sets up for him well to play. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think, you know, all of that, every, I, echo everything you said and the the disappointment of it all but i maybe he overdid his uh the whole rehab process here you know he still yeah. made the cut and toughed it out at the masters he actually he made the cut at the pga he, he yep. just called it quits after the brutal saturday conditions yeah so you know these things for it's it took kd two years to come back look at clay thompson like and tiger's even older than these guys um, right golf probably a little less demanding than hooping for 82 mm-hmm. games and on top of playoffs, but catastrophic injury, which he certainly had um, takes a long time to come back. And maybe just, maybe he just shot the load a little too early in the season. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't put it is definitely discouraging um, as far as just he did look defeated and emotionally that you don't, you know, it didn't seem, it seemed like a tiger that was kind of already accepting with, you know, that he's probably, unfortunately it's, and you can tell in this dude's swing, you know, it, it's his back leg. He can't push off that back leg. And yeah. so there's, 
you know, maybe it'll get better. You would think with, you know, like a prosthetic that it, it should, but who knows? Um, yeah. I, or, or, or he doesn't have a prosthetic. So maybe what if he goes robo tiger? Oh dude, that'd be great. Prosthetic. Just, <laughs> yeah, man. Cause I mean, by all accounts, he should have lost that leg actually was able to speak to somebody who knows uh, the details of his surgery. And if he's anybody else, that leg is gone. Uh, it took literally a team of surgeons of every different type and variety to keep that thing. So hopefully he can get some strength back in it. Another, you know, another year, he's got 200 days until the masters. Um, said the long rehab process. Um, yes, exactly. So do I, do, am I going to count him out? Of course not. This is a guy that can't be counted out. I'll, I'll count I'll count him out when he says he's done. And, um, and that, that's, that's all there who, is to it. Who else did he play with? Homa played like dog shit. Uh, who else and did he, he play? And Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick was the only one to, to make it out no. of that group. What He's was that now? Fitzpatrick is the only one to make it out. Oh, of that group. that's right. They, they started with Fitz. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, it, it was tough. Homa, Homa didn't do, uh, I think he missed Yeah. He missed the cut too. He missed the cut too. So anyway, looking forward to next year. Maybe Tiger's a little bit healthier. I just wanted to touch on him a little bit because, uh, you know, like you said, he had this one circled. The conditions, the conditions, you couldn't, you couldn't have had St. Andrews any better for him, and uh, he just couldn't get it. He couldn't uh, last the weekend. Which, no harm, no foul. He's done enough. Um, just hope he gets healthier. And who knows? Who knows what next year has in store for him? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about Saturday and Sunday, though after he missed the cut um saturday and sunday what an exciting two days saturday yeah. was was awesome uh you know that i always i have it in my notes here saturday might have been the best round of golf that we had all year played by so everybody. Saying this tournament the whole tournament i think start to finish was the best um but yeah saturday was bonkers uh hovland comes out and and like five straight birdies or whatever. Rory uh, and him just picked off right where they left off on Friday. They had a great Friday yes. afternoon round and they uh they they just kept it rolling, man. And the, dude, they it, were putting on a, an absolute show. They're they're playing match play, they're going tit for tat. Um when Rory holed out, I think it was on uh nine. It was on nine from that bunker. Yeah. When he when he holds out from there, I, I remember thinking if he wins this tournament, that's, that's the moment. That's the right shot. There. I, uh, and I think he brought out the best that we've seen of Victor Hovland in one single yes. round. Um, Hovland, he's got an incredible, they were talking about it a little bit. He's got an incredible match play record. He's a match play guy going up through college and winning all the amateur events that he has. And you could tell it just got his, they were totally, that was a total match play round inside a, a, a major championship. Yep. That was hella fun to watch. Um, and it was really cool that they finished so hot on Friday and it just kind of worked. You know, you could see it piecing together that these guys, they were, they were one group off of each other on Friday. So they were already feeling, I think Hovland was in front of Rory or vice versa, but they were all, they were both making birdies is what my point is. And you know, they could feel the crowd sensing that and just were starting to build that energy on Friday afternoon. And then Saturday yep. was a display, hell of a display. Seeing how they, seeing how they played on Saturday is certainly um, you had Cameron Young and Cameron Smith leading the tournament at this point. 
Cam Smith had a phenomenal uh, Friday where he makes 250 feet of putts that, I mean, you know, we were talking about this last week, fully expected him to, to have an advantage with it, with the putter on these huge greens. Yep. And then you go in there and you have, you know, Cam Young, Cam Smith as the, the, the final grouping on Saturday. And it was Rory and Hovland in the groups behind them that really tore it up. You mean, I mean, I was watching, you know, the cams on Saturday and they were playing tentative. They obviously didn't have the the fire and the energy of the, the guys playing behind them. Um, and that just goes to show, I think it's hard to play ahead um, in these majors. It's really difficult it, on Sunday to be ahead or, I mean, late in the tournament ahead and then go out there and just fire on yeah, all cylinders. I, I, I agree. And they also, they also got a little bit links golfed on Saturday too. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, you know, they got caught in a couple, I think Cam Smith got caught in a bunker, had a little bunker fiasco. Cam Young got caught in a, um, horse bush, right. Mm-hmm. And had a little fiasco there. Yep. And yeah. It, it, so they, you, you kind of, I, I mean, I, I had a hunch that, those guys, they still managed to keep it close on Saturday. They did what they needed to do. And I had a hunch. I bet on both of them on Saturday night, which I, I told you. Uh, mm-hmm. And because I, I figured they, they were, they were probably going to have better days than they did on Saturday. And Rory and, on the other side of that coin, Rory and Hoblin played so well um, that I just, you know, odds are they're not going to be able to duplicate what they did on Saturday. And so, yeah. I, um, I kind of like what you said there. It's hard to play in the lead. Hovland, um, you know, we we didn't think he was going to do too hot going in this tournament, anyways. Yeah, I, I, I definitely saw him not playing too well on on Sunday as much as I would have liked to have seen him really kick ass. Right, and then I kind of felt the same for Rory. But to your point of just, it's hard to play from the lead. I felt like Rory did play very tentatively on Sunday, um, whereas the Cams flip the script on them completely. And those guys were playing aggressive and, and played really well. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, Saturday when those, when the, when the cams were in the lead, I thought that cam Smith lot like put himself out of the tournament on 13 with that boneheaded play uh, out of the bunker. I think, I think on 13, he ends up with a double bogey. Yep. Uh, he falls down to like, a, I think it was, he fell back to like 11 under. Came um, back with some birdies late though. He did. And like, that's, and that, that's what was crazy. He's like, dude, what are you, what are you doing with, with that? Uh, his feet are in the, are in the bunker. Um, he's swinging obviously right-handed. He has the ball on the edge of the pop bunker. So he's swinging it like a baseball bat. You, you never practice that swing and you have very little to gain. And I just remember watching that and just being like, dude, he, you're going to, if you hit the heel first on that, cause I, cause I end up in situations like that all the time. Uh, and it never goes well. You think that you just chip it out to a flat lie and go from there instead of risking it, just take your bogey and move on. Don't, don't even bring double bogey into the, into the equation. And I thought it could have been worse for him to get a double. There was actually pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that that lost in the tournament. And then later on in that round, uh, on 18, uh, he hit, I think it was like a, a hybrid on 18, didn't even go for, go for the green. And I just thought that's not a winning mentality. He went for it on Sunday, but he, he did. didn't, he didn't go for it on Saturday. And it's like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? That's, that's a hole you got to get a, a, a birdie on. Um, and that just showed at that point, I was like, dude, this is kind of what happened at the masters on Sunday. 
you know, you kind of kind of had a gaff. And at this point I'm thinking, okay, is this going to, is this going to, uh, you know, be Sunday at the masters all over again, or is he going to, um, you know, the, the odds are he's going to start making some putts. And the fact that he hadn't made any putts on Saturday was the one thing I was thinking. I was like, okay, he's banking all those putts for Sunday and Holy shit. He absolutely, oh, he just, I mean, you, when I sent you my bet slip, you were like, I think it's a good thing that he played so poorly today. And I didn't respond yeah. to you, but obviously I, I bet on the dude. So I, yeah. I clearly thought the same thing. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought, uh, you I, I felt a little different than the masters. Um, I, you know, I think he just, he just ran into a buzzsaw that was Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. You know, once Scheffler made that chip, the momentum and just, just everything just kind of, you know, is, is uh, there's certain moments in sports. I'll, I'll do like the, the Broncos in the Super Bowl against the Seahawks where, you know, the first snap goes over fucking Peyton's head and yeah. the safety. And it's just like, from that moment, you know, I, I knew we were going to get boat raced in that fucking Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's just there's sometimes where momentum just takes over in sports. And I think he kind of ran into the Scotty Scheffler momentum buzzsaw at the yeah. Masters because he didn't really play that poorly. Right. Um, but he uh, he 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 clawed his way back. I think he made a birdie after he made a double on mm-hmm. uh I believe so. If he doubled 13, 14 is the par five. I believe he birdied that on Saturday. So got himself kind of back in there. And yeah, dude, I felt with, you know, what, what, what was he four shots back going into Sunday? Uh, yes. I just, uh, yeah, that putter can get hot as it did. And <laughs> it's, it's, uh, dude, it's one of the most lethal things out there when he, when his putter is like that you know, like at the, at the players that, that final round at the players on that Monday morning, there was Mm -hmm. no doubt that he was going to run away with that tournament. Yeah. Definitely starts rolling them. And, uh, even his dude, his lag putting is, is incredible. The, the, the putt he made on 17. Unbelievable. That, I mean, that, that was not the par putt, the fact that he, you know, but that putt, that putt around that bunker was incredible. You knew he was going to drain the par putt. That was right. routine, um, mm-hmm. but my God, it's not often you can talk about a guy winning a tournament on a lag putt up and around a bunker to set him up for par. But it was, it was insane, and he and he absolutely took on the the bunker and the and how they feed how the bunkers feed into into themselves, and he actually played it, and he was only probably about a foot outside that bunker and oh, i'm sitting there thinking if that's my nerve wracking nerve if that's myself that i'm is, going that in is, there yeah i'm going in i am going i'm not even in making 100. it i'm not even making it close too because i'm so nervous about going in that i'm just gonna jam shot it in there exactly oh without a doubt without a doubt um yeah it took huge uh huge nuts and and on top of that i feel like that was the anti the complete opposite of what he did at 13 the day before it was smart he was like okay i have a shot at the par here um i'm not i I, i'll put myself with a shot at a par here i'll have to make a long putt um but i'm not going to bring in double bogey i'm not going to bring in you know uh yeah you've been making i've I've just been i've been draining long putts mid to long putts the entire back nine Uh, Mm um And I mean, dude, that proved to, you know, Cam Young 
Eagles 18. So if he, if he bogeys right there, he's in a, he's, he finds himself in a playoff and may not be winning this championship. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just looking at a scorecard and, you know, he go, he goes in, he, he plays the front nine at, at two under. Um, and I think that put him, you know, still a few shots back of, of and Rory that, and, and Hovland. That run, that run he on, on that back. run. He went birdie, birdie. He, he had five straight birdies um, to start the back nine. Uh, obviously he salvaged three straight pars. And, and during that run there, when he he's, t- and when he's hitting those pars, he's tied with, with Rory. And you're sitting there wondering like, okay, uh, I'm sorry. He's one ahead of Rory when he makes yeah. the birdie on 14. And so you're looking at it and it's like, okay, uh, when's Rory going to make his next birdie? And he just couldn't do it. Like he hit Rory had 18 greens in regulation and all of his birdies were two putts. I think some of that though is comes from, you know, St. Andrews too, uh, because he, people talk about Rory's wedges as his, his, his downfall. And, and that proved to be his downfall on Sunday because he, I thought he putted really well. He was just putting from distance, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he had a lot of two putts, which d- it doesn't look good. But when you look into it, like I think of, I want to say 16, you know, he drove the ball fucking way down there off to the side. And he was in the, you know, kind of that little fescue, that dead area, but he still had a wedge in his hands mm-hmm. and hits that end onto the green, but he left himself, 30, 40 feet. Uh, Cam Smith on that hole put a wedge from that shit and and Bert and uh, actually saved a par, but he was in the lead at that point too, right? So yep. Rory just on Sunday, he did he he just he it's not like he played poorly because like you said, he hit 18 of 18 greens. Mm-hmm. I think again, St. Andrews can make that stat look a little bit misleading because there's you know, we've got four greens that run across two holes. Yeah. Um, so you can hit a green and red and, and on Saturday he had, what was that on? I forget what, what hole he put. He made a putt on Saturday. That was, he was like 50, 60 yards out uh, a two putt on Saturday. That was incredible. Yeah. But, um, you know, that when you, you're at that point he was down. And so is, those are tough putts to, to drain. You can't leave yourself a 60, 60 foot birdie on on a links course and think you're going to drain those yep yeah i mean i'm looking i think he had five bogeys all week and he lost he had no he had no boat he played a bogey free round on on sunday but it was only a two under and uh shot a 70 and you look at cam smith shot a eight under 64, 64 right unreal just and then um, another, another guy. How about, played, Cam, how about Cam Young yeah. on Sunday, dude? I was just uh, going to say he starts off. He, he had two bogeys. Okay. But then he goes, uh, he, he starts off the, he starts off the round with a bogey, then goes par birdie, 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 par birdie. Bogey's nine. Then go, then has three. A very gettable hole through yes. the entire turn. And, and then he, uh, I think that was, was that when he got in trouble with the Gorsh? I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, he then, yeah, I think he got in trouble with the Gorsh on nine. And then and he, he got, has three birdies in the back and ends with that, with that epic eagle. eagle. 
That was a five hundred five hundred thousand dollar eagle right there. Oh, that's so. He moves. He moves out of tied for third into solo second. Yeah, that, that putt, and almost yep. got a playoff to fucking win the whole thing. For real. I mean, uh, if God, I, I I knew Smith wasn't gonna miss that putt, Can't, but. Dude, his putt, his, his when he when he chipped on, he uh, he was on in two with a you know a, you knew he was that that was yeah it was over he was gonna fucking put that thing in there super what a great he, putt that yeah, was, there was nothing was ever in doubt whatever to me what what sold it was on seventeen making that it, par it, yeah it's, it looks like he's making a bogey there and it's like okay we can have a chance at a three way playoff there that that putt for the, that that putt that he made on eighteen to go for the tap in bird. Mm-hmm. probably helped cam young out um in relaxing him on his eagle putt too yeah it helped him just nut that thing right because he knew basically he couldn't win uh, if 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 he leaves himself you know outside of cam young uh or he's putting again then he's like shit i got an eagle putt to tie this thing yeah no exactly he, lord knows what can happen yep um yeah overall uh i thought it was great some other notable guys uh that were that were hanging in there on sundays uh the, i heard a new nickname for adam scott uh he's out there wearing the all brown and someone called him the janitor because he looks like he's out there sweeping <laughs> the and custodian mopping. just and then he's out there just sweeping and mopping with that huge fucking putter um it was he he had a good round out there uh again hats off to, to hovland i thought that he played a great tournament we i had him as a uh, and we can probably segue into that here in a second, but um, I had him as a, a Vandeveld and he completely impressed me. He's obviously one of the guys that I, I think highly of. I just didn't see his game matching this. The way that he came out putting on, on Saturday was just epic, you know, five yeah. straight, five straight birdies. And and they weren't easy ones. They were long putts from distance and um, short I game. Never- we forget. We we also forget. Sorry to cut you off. We no. forget he's a Euro guy, so he's probably a little more familiar with links golf than than others too. And you know, maybe he feels a little more comfortable around the greens when he's playing link style golf. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. He didn't have. He didn't start five straight birdies on 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 Saturday. He 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 uh, he parred the first two, then had four straight. Um, he shot a, an impressive six under sixty six. So, um. He you know, played it, great, man. He, he yeah. just played great all, all week. He had a great tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we should just t- – yeah, let, let's – should we talk about some, some of these live tour guys? And Watson's, Vandevelt's and Watson's go into our, our live tour guys. Uh, okay. I'll say it was great to see DJ up in there. I bet him Thursday night because I saw him rolling putts. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was awesome to see him get – he played great. He looked like, dude, he looked for the first time in years, like, you know, Ryder Cup DJ and DJ of old, like actually a little bit motivated. Um, yeah. He went on a tour of all the bunkers. Uh, I learned oh <laughs> following God. his round, following his round, I learned so many different names for the bunkers out there. He was he in the principal's nose, butthole, fucking <laughs> armpit. He was in everything the principal had to offer. The and hell's bunker. To, I mean. to his credit, he actually, I mean, dude, when you hit every bunker on the back nine and you still get out of there, you know, one under par 200, he was still, he still had a, you know, albeit a long shot, but he still had yeah. a shot on Sunday. He did. Um, he, absolutely know, he, did. he just couldn't get the putts to drop uh, the, the weekend, but 
it was uh it was very fun to see him as of right now uh he's obviously the best guy that live golf has to offer but definitely i think a lot of the live guys played really well bryson who i picked as a as a vandevelt bryson we all we all picked him as a vander yeah he and they didn't show a single did you notice they didn't show a single one of his shots not any coverage of him um (laughs) a lot of people had beef with the coverage actually uh but it's tough um they did focus on the leaders way too much they did they did I, I, I felt like they, they Cam Young was in that tournament all day Sunday and I hardly saw any of his shots. Yeah. They, they were showing the leaders and then uh, I, I feel the exact same way because they weren't um, once somebody got the lead, that's where all the, that's where all the, the cameras were. They weren't doing a good job of really following each group I felt. And uh, I don't know if that's just a, a side effect of the way San Andrews is set up because from what I understand you, you, the, the, the patrons kind of watch from the outside looking in, like they're not, there's not a lot of people lined up between holes because the yeah, holes because run the parallel. holes run together. Yeah. Right. So I think, I think it has a lot to do with how St. Andrews is set up. Then you got to, you know, they're not dealing with all their own feeds, right. I, I'd imagine they're relying heavily on BBC feeds to come through and, and stuff. Yeah. So um, I'll give them a pass on that, but dude, I, I thought a lot of live guys played really well. Abraham answered, played well. Taylor Gooch played well. Fuck Paul Casey, Lee Westwood, a bunch of those guys made the cut. Um, Bryson played surprising. Well, I, I would have bet so heavily against him, uh, to make the top 10, let alone yep. the cut. So kudos, <laughs> kudos yeah. to him, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I mean, he finished tied for eighth. Um, he shot a 66 on, uh, on Sunday. Um, he shot a 31 on the back nine. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Uh, you know, he said he was going to be going for a lot of these greens. He shot a 67 on Saturday. Uh, he shot a two over on Friday. That's like, he had a rough day that day, but that's because, um, uh, I think Friday was the hardest round for everybody, uh, in the Uh, afternoon. I'm going through other Vandevels. We got Phil, Morikawa, Hovland, who we discussed. I had Bryson. I said Roars. So where's Roars fall on this? I, I was thinking about this all week because he had the lead going into Sunday. It's he almost a tournament. It's almost so your. It's almost your. Like your. Like your, your, default, your epitome. You're. You're kind of. I mean, Vandevelt had the lead going into 18. Um, it's a, but it's hard to give a guy a Vanderbilt when he shoots two under also. Yeah. Um, but yeah. having said that, having said that he got totally outplayed. And like I, I brought up earlier, you know, that's what I was going to say his, his Achilles heel totally came to bite him in that because he was, again, he was two putting all day, which were a lot of them were really impressive two putts, but you got the lead on Sunday. You're Rory McIlroy, the favorite, the odds on favorite to win this thing. You got to stick wedges closer than, you know, you got to stick some wedges inside 20 feet and leave yourself some real birdie opportunities. Yeah. And I was just going to say Vanderbilt, he blew it. You know, he, yeah. he, he had a boneheaded finish to the, to the tournament. Um, Cam Smith went out there and, and flat out won it. He went out there and took it away. 100%. 100%. So I, I would almost feel like saying that he, uh, that, Roy's the Vanderbilt would be a knock to no no I agree yeah I I, I but still I, uh, 
There, there's an argument to be made there. No, I fought, I fought with it internally all week, but I agree. I like Rory. I can't put him in the, the, the true Vandeville category. Um, and then I forget who my other guy was. Oh, uh, John Rahm, essentially a, a non-factor. And then non-factor. My uh, Watsons, Spieth, who was, what, did Spieth get a top 10, right? Yeah, uh, t- tied for eighth with tied Bryson. Tied for eighth. Willie Z was essentially a nobody. Yep. Um, Sam Burns had the most up and down tournament of anyone out there. I feel like, yep. He was in contention. He was at 1.6 or seven under on Saturday morning before he bogeyed every, every hole on the back nine. And then uh, as we touched on lightly before we started recording, this will goes out and shoots the best round, the low round of the day, um, on, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get himself somewhere in like a top 20 if you betted him but uh i was big on the sam burns train a little bit of a letdown um you know him and willie z are now tied for the leaders of the uh the matter of time club yeah oh you, you vandevelts who mikey had on his list uh yes we, we got as tied 21st but a, another dude that i put a little scratch on, on saturday night Scotty Scheffler, um, he was he, he. I mean, he was so quickly out of the picture on Sunday. Um, Dude, he had a rough Sunday. He he's did. missing he short putts, and and you know it's he's the number one guy in the world. He's the hot guy uh, for the year. Although Cam Smith's had ju- arguably just as good of a year, right? Uh, right, a major in the Players' Championship, exactly. So, but. You know, we got now Scotty, who used to have the bar set much lower, is set much higher. But he was he he totally fell off on Sunday. Yeah, he he fell off on Sunday. But I, I do want to, I do want to take a moment though to respect, dude. He's in every one of these tournaments. Oh, I mean, he and was right there. He was he was right there. He had a, he had a tough Sunday, but going into Saturday, he's right there. I mean, he was one stroke back a couple times. Um, I bet on him on Saturday night because yeah. I mean, he's like you said, he's that dude. He he's he, that dude, he man. I'd rather put a little money on him and lose it than than sit there kicking myself for saying, God damn, why didn't I bet this guy on Saturday night? Um yep. as he holds another trophy. So no, no, a hundred percent. I'm just I meant that more as a compliment to him, right? For he sure. The bar so high that that you know all of a sudden he has one bad round on a Sunday and we're we're we're, we're exactly. throwing him in the trash. Exactly. Um and then another Vandevelt he had uh Mikey had was Patrick Cantley who tied for eighth. Um he kind of hung around and then turned it on there on Sunday, I feel um and he also had more earlier sunday rounds yep and then morikawa missed the cut and that was him and i agreed morikawa was going to miss that uh, was going to be a a vandeveld he was a non-factor from the very beginning um he said that he wasn't going to change his game at all going into this and once you saw these guys playing on thursday and the way the course was playing I, I just had a feeling that like, you have to change the way you play. Cause if you're trying to play target golf out there, it's just, it's impossible. Yeah. Uh, the greens weren't holding. I didn't see a single, like no one was throwing darts. You're landing on an area and hoping it rolls, doesn't roll too far away from the flag stick. So um, respect to him. He won last year. Uh, so we know that he can do it, but if you're trying to play some real link style golf, I just don't think that going with the, the same approach as you do week to week is the way to go. So, uh, on that note, right, this this course held up in Lynx fashion. Yes, Morikawa won that tournament last year. 
he was throwing darts. He yep. was he was playing target style golf because that course, the weather made it so that course kind of really didn't have any teeth. But this course, although the although the score was incredibly low to par, mm-hmm. it still had teeth. Like I said, any hole you could you could find someone that birdied it. You could find someone that doubled it. Um, right. So that I, you know, to me that's what made this the best tournament of the season. Yep. Um, I do want to just uh, reflect real quick on a couple of guys here. Um, we were just talking about Cameron Young and his ascension from this year. He started the year 20, ranked 21st in the world, and now he's second. Um, he's finished. Uh, he's finished first in he's second in the world. Yes, he's second in the world golf rankings now. Wow. He finished, uh, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. So um, forgive me here. No, Cam Smith's got to be second in the world golf rankings. I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say was Cam Smith. Oh, oh, okay. So he, start, he started, uh, I was looking at Cam Young like an idiot. So he started 21st in the, in the, in the world, and now, he's, and now he's the world number two. How was he 21st in the world at the, at the start of the season, though? Yeah. I mean, I have... we, we, this guy, we knew, we knew this dude was – like he ended last he, year. He ended 2021 as ranked number uh uh 21st in the world. Well, what was Scheffler? 15th or something? 12th. Okay. And so yeah, and so Cameron Young was 134th and now he's 19th. Um, but I just wanted to look at uh the way that Cam's Cam Smith has played. He's finished third, he finished third in the Masters tournament. He obviously he won the uh the players' championship. 13th at the PGA championship. He missed the cut at the U S open top 10 at the Scottish won the, uh, and then won the open. Seems, um, hey, seems yeah. like a lot of volatility in these rankings makes one wonder. Oh, stop it. Don't even go there. <laughs> and then, makes, one, look, makes one wonder, should these really be the, the end all be all if you're going to get into a major. I don't uh, know. They got to use something. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm just I, poking the bear here. I know you are. Um, and then look at Cam, looking at Cam Young. He had a really strong uh, middle of the season this year with an RBC uh, Heritage, a Wells Fargo Championship, where he went t- tied. Dude, for third, he's been tied in, for second his, respectively, and then he finished season, third. Yeah, he's been in. He's been in the final group two or three times. So yeah, he was in the PGA Championship that day, and he finished third. Um, you know, had a really good uh, showing there and then finished second here at the, um, at the open, just an incredible, incredible run here. But I, I, I brought this up because I wanted to bring up one of our, uh, one of the guys that is Mr. Major, one of the guys that said only majors matter. And I want to go over Mr. Brooks Kepka's, uh year in majors here. It has been, it's been rough and we'll include the players championship as a fifth. All right. So we're going to go with, we're going to start off with uh, the master's tournament (laughs) where he missed the cut. We're going to go to the PGA championship tied for 50. He was planning a wedding. Okay. Trying to get ludicrous at his wedding. Okay. Well, I I, I know that takes a lot of time and you got to call Mr. Chris, uh, well ahead of time and, and schedule that. Um, What's his PGA... name for Fast and Furious? I forget. Oh, oh I forget. <laughs> um, U.S. Open, 55th. 
the players championship missed cut and then the open missed cut so out of out of the five tournaments he either missed the cut or he tied for 55th mm. and this is mr major um just a overall a rough year and i bring this up because at the beginning of the year we thought okay brooks is going to come back he's going to he's going to take one of these at least i did i thought that he had a shot at the at the open uh, at the, US, the us open and um it makes you wonder do you think that he ever wins a major again do you think that he's his prime has come and gone and he's peaked um um i'm inclined to say yes um that's kind of the nature of golf. It's hard to win majors. Uh, yeah. It's really hard to win majors. And it's what makes, you know, that run that he had, what he got, he got three majors, four majors? Four. four. He won two U.S. Opens and two PGA two PGAs. You know, it's what makes those runs incredible. And, and mm-hmm. you know, you can't take any credit away from him for what, how great he was through that. It was a, essentially a two year period of dominance dominance. Um, you know, I, and I think that's just where, you know, as sports fans in general, you got to sit back and just appreciate, you know, greatness. You watch the Patriots as much as I fucking, you're talking to a person that hates the Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Patriots, the warriors, you know, your you, all your great teams, these teams that continually come out and win championships or the, these people in, in Serena Williams, tiger at his peak, right? Like you got to appreciate it while it's there. Appreciate it much more um, because um, it's tough when you get to the top, any UFC champion, you know, John Jones, uh, Amanda Nunez, there's you got people non at the, at the ankles and trying to get to your knees and shit. So, yep. Um, do I think long, long winded answer, um, I do. I don't think bro. I, 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 he doesn't look healthy still quite frankly to me. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if his body type is going to, and, and what I see him doing training wise, I'm, I don't know that he'll ever be healthy. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, if he, if he can get back to being healthy, then yeah, you know, but that's why it's so valuable for these guys like Cam Young and, and stuff when they're, they're Willie Z when they're up there in majors, you got to grab that while you got the chance. Yeah. You don't know getting, getting to another one is never guaranteed. Absolutely. Look at Willie Z. Everyone thought he was automatic for this week, right? Automatic going to be in contention. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Including myself. Um, Me too. I didn't have, I didn't have him as a Watson, but I did bet on him. Um, For Watson's we'll just touch on Mikey's real quick. Uh, He had Spieth and Homa. And Cam Smith, I also had I also had Cam Smith and Spieth, um, and I, I you know ha- hats off to uh, our our research, our guts uh, with with Cam Smith. It was I, I feel like his his reasoning was great. I feel like mine was pretty solid too on why you know we thought that he was going to have a really good advantage. We've seen how hot that putter got and can yep. get, and it was a case of that again. Um, this Sunday we've already touched on that. It was just, it, it was really fun to watch kind of, you know, your pick, one of your picks go out there and really dominate and, and dominate because of the reasons that you thought uh, I had, I had Justin Thomas, who was a non-factor the entire time. 
Um, that was probably more of a boneheaded pick looking at he, how he'd been playing leading up into the tournament. Um, and then I also had Rory. Everybody had Rory though. That's not anything special. Um, but I think out of all my Watsons, uh, you know, Thomas struggled the most. He was just a non-factor um, the entire week. Uh, yeah, dude. And yeah, uh, Cam Smith, I think was probably up there. You know, he was 25 to one at the start, yeah. 20 to yep. one, pendant where you got him. So I bet him at plus, I think I got him at like 1300 on Saturday night. I was like, mm-hmm. this is a, I mean, come on. So no, this is an easy bet. Um, not, not that I wasn't, you know, I was worried about it watching on Sunday, but to get the favorite and to catch him at almost, you know, a third less of the odds, but that that's still a good payout was uh was a great little bargain. And yep. kudos to all the peeps that got on him early. Um, yeah, dude, that was for me, like I said, that was the best tournament of the season. Um, yeah. And, uh, uh, let's see here. I had, um, are we, are, should we get into some golf gambling or do you want to touch on some live tour talk? We can go a little live tour. We kind of touched on it a yeah. moment ago, but I mean, what the big news, I think the biggest news Faraday leaving. Coke rack left as well. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be a bummer not seeing Faraday, um, as much anymore it makes you think that they're probably going to get they're going to get some well they're going to get charles but you think that they're going to get picked up by by somebody soon um especially now that you know this is the live tours time to shine the the, obviously we have the fedex cup uh they gotta wait till i think they gotta wait i think the only reason camp smith's not gone to live tour is uh he's he stands a very high chance to win the FedEx cup. So, uh, you know, stack a little more cash and then stack some more. But, uh, I think, yeah, from now till basically the beginning of next season, we're going to see some more guys go, uh, Coke rack surprised me. He works for PGA radio. Um, yeah. A great player. Um, I don't know. I'm not surprised by him. I guess the, the other new Henrik Stenson went right. And he kind of just relinquished the Ryder cup, uh, captaincy that he had. Yeah. That was funny to me was, was everyone's like, Oh my gosh, Henrik Stenson is not going to be a part of the Ryder cup. No one's going to miss Henrik. He, he hasn't been he's the captain. So he's not yeah. going to be part of it anyways. Exactly. Uh, no one cares that the captain is leaving. Uh, if, they, if the PGA loses Cam Smith, and uh, maybe another, you know, kind of up. They're talking about. Camp. I've heard. I've heard Hideki rumors. I've heard uh, Cantley. Total sense. Cantley. That would Cantley surprise makes... me for Cantley. No, it, uh, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Talking about the psychopath. He wants to go hang out with chicks in bikinis and wear no hat and fucking not. <laughs> Come on now, that that don't surprise me. Hideki either. I think. I think there's gonna. I think a lot more international players are going to to go. Um, Paul Casey, that was a, a move just before the the uh, the British Open. That's that was kind of a I, I wouldn't expect Paul Casey to go. Um, but yeah, well, the it remains to be seen. You know, we've we've worn this thing out. Um, talking, we about have it. one thing I wanted to ask is uh, eventually this is going to get into a situation where both fields are diluted. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see the new formats and everything of uh, of Live Tour. It's exciting. Uh, they're trying to build a more exciting, more um, uh, attention grabbing product. Okay, 
And I respect it. We've talked about those reasons why we, we, we'd like to see this in the PGA tour even more. Um, and here they are doing it. Both, both tours are going to be diluted. Is there down the road, an opportunity where there are events that are both live tour and PGA sanction. I mean, they're, they've started doing Henrik Stenson's one of the big reasons why the DP world tour is, partners up with the PGA tour, right? They have the, him and Annika have the total combined event in Sweden with, with LPGA, DP, PGA players, et cetera. I, I, yes, I think so. I think I compare this to, uh, I, I enjoy this because this reminds me of like WCW Nitro versus Monday Night Raw now um, in, in the professional wrestling days of our youth. And yeah, dude, I think, it forces it forces the hand of a little bit of change, and um, I think down the road they're going to have to they're going to have to work together, yeah. especially especially if you know the likes of Cam Smith, Hideki, a couple more players of that that realm go. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, I mean? What are they going to do? The PGA's kind of got it. Yeah. Well, and I, I eventually I, I think that um, you know live tour eventually is going to have to start doing something uh, as it sits right now. There's a lot of chips that have to fall still to where before we're really going to know how this is going to shake out. Right. We've already talked about the world golf rankings. We've already talked about, uh, you know, if, if PGA puts pressure on these majors to not include um, certain players, which would really open them up to lawsuits. Um, So I just don't, I don't see that happening if they just stand pat on, you know, just letting the natural course of things in a couple of years, these guys won't qualify and we'll see where it goes from there. This isn't over. It's not going to be over for a couple of years. Uh, and, and I'm really interested to see how it all plays out. I do want to, I, I am bummed because we're not going to see, uh, you know, any great events coming down the stretch here at, at the, at the FedEx with, you know, the FedEx cup. I know some of the, the places that they play aren't the greatest, but, you have a really strong field at the end of the year there, which is really fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, you know, I can rip on PGA uh, these next few fields, basically from now to the FedEx cup are a little bit weak, but it's, it's, yeah. it is entertaining. Cause you got guys trying to get into FedEx cup standings. Right. Right. So um, it does have a little bit of like the last week of the preseason kind of vibe to it, but it, it's still entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, um, when's the next, the next, uh, live tour events what, in 10 days. So it's like next weekend, next weekend. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. I think we've talked enough live tour. So we just check out on our bets real quick. Let's do it. Um, I'll just, I'll go through real fast. Uh, I had Willie Z to win. He lost, uh, lost bet Burns, Homa tiger all lost um and then i had those were top 10s and then tiger with a top 20 um my only winner from that was uh a spieth with a top 10 at plus 200 nice. nice and then i also won our DraftKings with this sweet lineup i had will zalatoris cam smith cam young sam burns christian bezadenhut and uh keith mitchell and keith keith mitchell is my lone guy who missed the cut by one stroke but yeah uh lap the field having both cams in my lineup yeah uh, really was, 
really locked it up there. Uh, I've actually put some research into that lineup too. I know Zalatoris kind of let me down, but he, uh, you know, he finished in the top 30. Um, Burns had a great round on, uh, yeah, yeah eight, he shot eight under 64 on Sunday to, to really help me out there. And, um, uh, Bezayden who just hung around as well, just didn't miss the cut. So, um, Felt good to take down to, to take that down. We had actually a really good turnout. We had ten people in that, and um, that was probably our, our our biggest our biggest pool or not pool, but our biggest DraftKings. We kind of keep it small to some people that we know, but um, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, mine mine stunk. Um, let's see, I had Sam Burns to win it big time. Um, that that lost. I had Tagala for a top ten. That was looking good until Sunday. He struggled yeah. a little bit down the stretch. Um, I live bet Tagala to win. I I made some live bets. Um, I was on DJ on Friday or Thursday night. Um, my only bets were Sam Burns and Spieth at the start at at the get go. Um, and in the Tagala top ten, excuse me. And then uh, I got on DJ to win. Thursday night, and then uh, I got on Cam Smith. I, I bet both the cams, but uh, Cam Smith a little more on Saturday night before. So um, my picks at the get were were off, uh, but I ended up actually making a good amount of cash um, throwing some scratch down on Cam Smith. Nice. And I also hit fucking three huge baseball parlays on Saturday, so it was bonkers. Bonkers two days. Yeah. <laughs> And then all my first round bombs dropped, but we're currently looking up first round bombs. So I'm on Tagala to win this week. It seems like everyone's on it, but I, I've I've rode this train long enough. It's kind you got to be there things. when it comes to the station. I got it. I got to be there when it comes to the station now. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> I'm hitting on my dude to win at twenty to one, um, and then. I'm trying to pull up all my first round bombs for tomorrow. I know I've got like Kelly Craft. It's it's you know it's the random list. I don't I'm not betting a first round leader unless he's over like plus. I think I got Tagala as my big favorite first round leader. I do. Then I've got Nick Hardy plus five thousand tomorrow. Ooh. Colin Taron plus eight thousand. Chesson Hadley plus eight thousand. Garrick Higo, the hard hitting fucking South African plus 7,500 tomorrow and then Kelly craft. Um, and then I, I got, I got two, I got three bets for the uh, Evian. I got Brooke Henderson at plus 220 or uh, at 22 to one, excuse me. I've got uh, Jin Young Co at 16 to one because she's been absent, but she played great there. And then I've got my girl that I called out for a great season. Um, and she's let me down a little bit thus far. And uh, she finished top 10 here. I got you. Let me know. 15, 15, uh, excuse me, at plus 15,000. So that is mm. uh, 150 to one uh, for the Evian. Gals playing in France. So we got some ladies golf, ladies golf major. They still have the open to play. I don't know where the hell they're playing it, but that should be fun to watch too. They're about to tee off here in a little bit as well, right? No. I gotta put these motherfuckers in. <laughs> um, awesome. Should we wrap it up with our up and down here? Let's do it. Um, all right. I'm gonna start off with uh, a down. My down. 
Um, I just feel, I feel bad for Rory. The, the whole, uh, he played it. He played a great week. He played fantastic golf Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He just played mediocre on, on Sunday. Um, he had the entire continent of Europe behind him. Um, it was evident when he was playing with, with Hovland, um, and coming down the stretch who the crowd wanted to win, you know, that he wanted, uh, he called it, he called it the Holy grail of, of golf achievement. And, uh, especially for being a Euro guy, you know, that he really, really wanted it and he won't get another crack at it for another five more years. So, um, he's still, you know, 30, he'll be 38 at that time. So he still has a lot, you know, really realistic chance. Keeps himself in good shape. Never had a serious injury as well. Um, And uh, I I just felt bad for him. He couldn't get any putts to drop. It wasn't for lack of trying. He, he just absolutely came to fuck on Saturday. And it was, that was just so fun to watch him. The short par fours, he was gobbling them up uh, the whole out from the bunker. It was, it was just, you know, Hide your short, short par fours. Hide them because yeah. Rory's out there. It sounds to me like a guy that's ready for, I don't know, like a fifty-four hot, fifty-four hole style tournament. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that's well. That's why DJ. That's why DJ kind of fell off on Sunday. He wasn't used to that extra eighteen holes. Yeah. He was gassed. No, nah, he played terrible. Sat- Saturday was what did DJ in. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm just uh, a bum for Yeah, him. I agree. I agree. Uh, it was tough for me to to kind of pull against him and root for Cam Smith. Um, but at the end of the day, I had money on Cam Smith, so it wasn't that tough. But yeah, <laughs> I did. You know, it was kind of a win-win situation. If right. Cam Smith ended up losing that thing and Rory won, I was fine with it. I wanted the playoff bad. I was I was hoping for it bad. It keeps the trend of my, you know, my picks to fade that win a fucking major championship going. As well. So <laughs> I've also had some to win them and they've gone. So yeah, you have. Um, all right. What do you got for who? What do you got for your down? Um, ooh, my down. Ooh, I totally forgot my down. I'm sorry, sir. I don't think I got okay. a down. I'm Good. going, uh, no, no down, no down. Vi- oh, my down was a little bit of the coverage. That's that, we, which I, we touched on a little bit. That's right. Right. About it. Um, Cam Smith played or not Cam Smith. God damn it. The cam cam and cam. I know. Uh, I know. Cam young played an incredible round on Sunday. And I felt like it was just kind of, for God's sakes, he was playing with Cameron Smith, the guy whose shots you're showing a shitload of, um, yep. I, 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 I wanted to see a little more, and I give them the benefit of the doubt they're in the foreign country and, you know, relying on, like I said, probably other TV stations, cameras and stuff, but coverage could have been a little bit better. I will flip that though and segue it to my ups. Uh, I said, I said this last year, PGA radio switches to the BBC radio coverage of mm-hmm. the open championship and God bless them. They're the best human beings on the planet. It's, you know, these hardcore British, Irish, and Scottish folk that have just like the driest sense of humor. They got the accents. I was telling you the guy, the the Scottish guy, I forget what his name is. God damn it. He's, he's the best. He just, the way he describes someone putting to this, this week cracked me up. He was talking about Cam Smith's shirt on Saturday. He's like, Oh, and he's putting in that fine shirt there. He sets up fine, fine uh pastel painted patterns 
on his shirt as he sets up <laughs> glove dangling from his front hand pocket and lines the pot up and sends it on its way to the hall. They are the best. I need them. There was a point where I was trying to pause my TV on Friday and sync it up to my, my uh, iPhone to, to play the XM, but it just, the delay coming across from the internet, you know, like yeah, it, it just wasn't working. But I was trying to set it up. They are the best. They're they're the absolute best. <laughs> oh, yeah, you brought that up last year, and uh, I I don't have XM, so um, I'm thinking about investing in that. Just a free trial for next year. Free trial Definitely. for open week, dude. Yeah, it's, it's well worth it. Um, what do you got for ups? That was one of them. That, yeah. Um, and then. That's uh dude ups just it was a great tournament. That was fun to watch. We'll keep yeah. it golf related. Um, that was real fun to watch. And I think, you know, it makes it makes the wish wash of the two kind of, you know, clashing tours and entities in golf, you know, let's get back to there's certain things no one cares about. You know, Cam Smith's made enough money. What he made at the British Open this year wasn't wasn't about money right mm -hmm. you know so those majors let's find a way to keep live guys on because i want to see dj like like we talked about i want to see those yeah. guys playing too bryson even if i fade him let's find a way to keep these majors you know with the best players in the world that we all know are are, are going out there yep um for my ups uh one I don't have listed on here is just, it's been a great year in the majors. They none, none were lackluster uh, from, from the masters until now. Um, they've been incredible. Uh, we had a playoff in one of them. Um, we had, you know, Cam Smith at, in the first major with, going against Scotty. Um, and we had uh, um, just overall an incredible year in, in the majors. So I think we've got three first time winners, right? And then no, won, everyone, everyone, Maddie who won Fitz, the P Maddie Fitz, who won, who won PGA. Oh shit. JT, JT, JT right. PGA. You're right. You're yeah. Right, you're right. Three, three but out of four. My bad. Three. And uh, if, if, if Zalatoris wins that playoff, then, then yeah. So we had three or of if four. Mito doesn't shit the bed on 18. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, just a great year um, in the majors. Uh, it's the only, the only downside of that is we got to wait till April now for the next one. But uh, overall, uh, extremely exciting year. Um, my other ups, our boy Jack Straub's getting married this weekend. That's right. That's right. I was gonna. I, I didn't want to say that one because I wanted you to say that. Yeah. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. I know that that would be one of your ups too. So we're flying out to Chicago tomorrow morning. I'm gonna meet his family and all that stuff. Get to play uh, the second nine at Conway Farm. So we'll have a complete course review ready to go uh, when we get back on that. And then my last oh, yeah. one, I get a is, best friends day with Brucey too. That's right. That's right. You can hang out with our boy, Bruce. And then, um, our upcoming, um, uh, NCGA, uh, weekend net tour event at, at Wente. Um, that'll probably be an up next week too, but just really excited to get out there and play some tournament golf. I haven't practiced at all this week, been kind of dealing with some stuff. So I'm um, hoping to get back and feeling better and, um, practicing next week and get ready for that beautiful sir i look forward to it um yeah dude um all, as always this is great um can't wait to, to do this again next week yes sir that does it for this episode of the sandy pars podcast we want to thank you all for joining us and if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe on spotify or apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcast content join us next week to preview an upcoming ncga tournament and much much more 
Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit them straight.